You'd like to talk? How about that? So do we. Please join us right now for Packard Pokes at OK, Let's Talk. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the first edition of Packard Pokes at in 2019. I know I've been gone a while. Weird ass stuff going on. Try to keep me more occupied than I really need to be. But hey, these things happen, unfortunately. I get into all that at another time. But for right now, get into our OK, Let's Talk. And tonight we're going to be talking about those prosperity gospels which is basically a grifter's paradise. Before we get started, let me just define something here. Some people would say that grifter might not apply, but it actually it does because a grifter is basically a con artist who swindles people out of their money through fraud. And I can't think of anything more fraudulent than religion. Religion itself is nothing but a fraud. It promises you this eternal happiness after you die, and there is no evidence of anything like that. So let's get into it. Now, one of the the big grifters out there recently is a guy by the name of John Gray. And apparently his parishioners bought him a $1.8 million house. How much more of a grifter do you have to be than that? The fact is that people think that if they give this guy money, because apparently he says, hey, God says, give me money. And that's actually fairly scriptural that the people should give their preacher's money what are your guys thoughts i think i'm in the wrong line of business yeah tell me about it yeah i agree maybe if his supporters are buying him that kind of house and that kind of uh you know life then you know what i i can fake that may it may not be a dishonest but i mean it's uh if it means i get to live in a million dollar house i'm not going to complain yeah no myself i mean i don't think i could sleep properly at night knowing that i was scamming people i it just I'm, I think I'm more honest than that. I would like to think I am anyway, you know, because it is, I, I don't like taking people for money or anything. I mean, I, I feel bad. I guess these people who are grifters like this, I don't think they have any personal, um, not personal responsibility is not the word I'm looking for, but they don't have any empathy for the people they're taking their money from. They scam people out of their money because we all want money and we all need money for things. But these people out there i don't think that they have any uh compunction as, as far as that goes well that, that's figure, because the people I mean, who are taking the legal money, way of making uh, money well every, well, everybody starts talking at once tony what'd you say i'm sorry no i was gonna say that's because the people the pre the priests and preachers who are taking the money like joe olstein they've they've drunken the kool-aid too so i mean to them from their perspective they're not cheating their followers no i get that but again like if you're a preacher again why do you need a, a pretty much a two million dollar house if you're a preacher why do you need that amount of space right a religion was originally set up with they the preachers uh, the the uh, prisoners did buy their pastor's houses now that is uh in our constant well i don't say it's in our constitution that'd be wrong but it's just the way our government's been set up that the parishioners would buy them a house, but it was meant to be like a little hovel that was tied in onto the church. It was something that was literally like a little building on the, uh, either attached to the church or right next to the church. It wasn't this $1.8 million house. It was nothing extravagant. You got those preachers out there that are just like, they're going around like uh, Kenneth Copeland. He's like, oh, I need you guys to give me money so I can get a second airplane because the first one is breaking down. Must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice. Well, but also you got to figure this is a legal scam. You know, people, they're, they're even though they're scamming them, but it's legal. I mean, there's, there's, it, 
nothing they can do about it. No, you're right. It is going back to John Gray, the one that got the $1.8 million house. Apparently he bought his wife a Lamborghini, which starts at $200,000. And apparently he had cheated on his wife at some point. I mean, that's between him and her. I mean, that's really neither here nor there most of the time, I would think. But the thing is, these people, they put this out there where they're like, oh, well, I'm a godly man, and I, this is my godly family, and we we don't do those kind of things. And the problem with that is that these people are just like everybody else. Just because you believe in a God doesn't make you more righteous or anything like that. It just makes you believe in something that you have no evidence for. Right. Now, the house in question is in South Hampton community in Simpsonville. <laughs> 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 don't. Uh, I don't think I want to live in Simpsonville. I think Homer, you know, he'd be coming over and drinking my beer or eating me out of my house. Anyway, it's a 7,200. Eating all your donuts. Or eating all my goddamn donuts, yes. It's a 7,247 square feet that consists that size and value about 25 homes in the community. That is fucking nonsense. I mean, this guy owns one. Yeah, the guy has the equivalency of 25 houses. Fucking A, can you believe that shit? You know, no. It's been a while since I've read the Bible, but uh, I'm pretty sure Jesus made very clear that rich people don't get into heaven. Exactly. I was gonna. I was thinking about that today. As a matter of fact, that is a right from the Bible that says, that says uh, it is better to be poor, basically, because a rich man can't get through the eye of a needle. It's uh, No, it's the uh, the saying goes, um, it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than a rich man into heaven. But apparently they disregard that because, well, they're greedy bastards, and again, they, I think they're scamming people. I mean, that's my opinion. I was going to say, yeah, these are probably the same idiots, because I've actually experienced, I've actually uh, argued on Facebook with Christians like these these conservative Christians who think that uh, Jesus would be okay with capitalism. Yeah. In fact, I, I think there's this guy I watch on YouTube. His name is Kyle Kalinske. He He's the host of the Secular Talk YouTube channel. And I think he said it best that G- Jesus was a Marxist, uh, a Marxist before Marxism was even a thing. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about that. I mean, not that I believe Jesus would have actually existed anyway. I'm one of those... I'm one of those uh, assholes that don't believe that garbage, but but that's me. I don't either. I'm just making a point. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, of course. Uh, now, one of the th- other things here is that apparently he was supposed to sit down with a newspaper editor, and then he reneged on that, saying he was too busy all of a sudden. Probably because they knew that they were going to be interviewing and asking, "Why do you need a 1.8 million dollar goddamn house?" There are these preachers. They bought a house for their dogs, just for the dogs. It's. Uh-huh. Yeah, they bought a they they had like a couple houses. One is just for their dogs. I mean, when I had my pet, I loved my pet, but I didn't love my pet enough for I buy it in a separate house. Why? Why would you do that? Well, I guess if yeah, you have the money to if do it, then buying why not? An, like an actual house for their dog. Yeah. Then that dog better be a talking dog and it better have a fucking job. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Now, one of the other and things. And it can drive. Yeah, hopefully it would be able to drive too. A couple other things here now. Now, let's go back to one of the other ones uh, you had mentioned there was uh, Olstein. Now, he lives an opulent lifestyle. A couple of years back when we had that storm that came through, that hurricane that hit down in Texas down there, I think it was back in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. And this is Olstein Church first had said, we can't accommodate anybody because we're underwater here too. And people went out to the Olstein's church. Place was dry. The parking lot was dry. They just didn't want anybody in their church at that time. Now that to me just screams that you're not doing this to be religious. You're just doing this just for the money. Mm -hmm. Now there's another preacher. Yeah, I remember that. 
there was another preacher, Paula White. She lives also lives in a multi-million dollar home in New York City and in Tampa, Florida. Another preacher, you probably recognize this name, Creflo Dollar. That guy, that's amazing. The guy's he is so bold. He's like, I'm going to change my name to Dollar because I want the dollar. I mean, if does that not scream right there that hey. I'm not in this to save souls. I'm in here to get money from you. That screams grifter right there. And this guy also made news a couple years ago because he's trying to get everybody to buy him a helicopter or a jet or something. And he did it in such a horrible way, too. I mean, not that selling people on God is any better of a way to get money. I mean, go and get a goddamn real job. I mean, you're not going to get rich, but, hey, it's fucking honest. Right, please. Yeah, this is why we need to tax the churches. Yes, I think we should tax the churches. No, I agree. You're going to say, yeah, we need to tax the churches because uh, go too far down the politics rabbit hole here. But um, I think we recently we I've been he- hearing a lot of conservatives when it comes to like tuition free college. I keep hearing the you know the dumbass question, well, how are we going to pay for it? <laughs> and just okay, first of all, if we stop, uh, you know, giving. Uh, doing well well exactly yeah we start uh, taxing churches in fact I think Joe Olstein's worth what 40 million something like that if uh, as you were saying there I've heard t- discussion on this as well where they say well we should tax the church and I agree we should tax the church but some people say well the reason why we don't want to do that because we don't want to get them involved in politics the problem is a lot of those churches right now are already involved in politics they say hey go vote for this guy because he doesn't believe in abortion or this guy vote for this guy because guns I mean really oh yes i i agree i forget the name of the clause but yeah um i think there's a clause in the constitution that says cannot uh, comment on politics or they lose their tax exempt status well unfortunately that rule isn't very well enforced by the irs so yeah if they're going to comment on politics you need to pay taxes and end of discussion right exactly and they they haven't been paying their tax they're, they're well they're not paying any taxes <laughs> i was gonna say they're not paying their taxes but the fact is that they're not paying because they, they are not being enforced to not do that and matter of fact there were several preachers i remember last year that came out pretty much said hey we're talking about politics and church and they didn't do anything about it because they knew they wouldn't do anything about it now the yeah. copeland's the here IRS, the ios needs to start putting their foot down when it comes to that they should the jet that uh kenneth copeland's got it's a 20 million cessna it's the fastest jet private money can buy he said he needed it to better serve the lord and probably did a flyby for his followers at the church that bought it. And then he's, you know, like I said, he went out and said, well, I need another jet because I can't serve the Lord on a commercial jet because I've got people around me and, oh, my God, they're touching me and things like that, and I can't pray. Oh, boo, fucking boo. Seriously. You know, Kenneth Copeland, I'm just going to go ahead and say the obvious here. That idiot does know that he's living in a country, well, I mean, not just the country, but an economic system where um, Flint still does not have safe drinking water and 76% of Americans, which honestly are the three of us, have to live paycheck to fund. No, you're right. We live paycheck to paycheck. And I honestly think that these people, if they actually came off their goddamn high horses and actually did something with this money, these people always say that the church is there to help people and they're not helping people. All the only only people that they're helping is themselves. And I personally, I would like to see uh, people like Creflo Dollar, Kenneth Copeland, all go to prison for the shit they've done. I mean, 
look what happened with that one preacher. He's the uh, young earth creationist who's jailed a number of years ago. He went into jail for tax evasion. And I think that a lot of these people should be going to jail for tax evasion. Televangelists that they bring in two to three billion dollars annually. And honestly, what are they doing with this money other than just putting it in their pockets? Oh, and going out and buying jet planes. $200,000 Ferrari. Yeah, or $200,000 Ferrari. I've heard from Christians on this kind of stuff before and they say oh well because they're doing the lord's work therefore god blesses them with you know just name it whatever it is and in that same breath if somebody let's say doesn't believe in a god and he does well oh well the devil is giving him the money to make it better for him it's a really bad argument i mean these people they seem to think that they can have it both ways if someone is religious and rich then it's God's work. If they're not religious and rich, then it's the devil. How about we just eliminate the devil and the God and just say these people are just rich because of what they're doing? In this instance, these preachers, they're, they're just fancy snake oil salesmen in this case. You know, just for the record, Tom Ellis does give me money. Who? The, the, the actor who plays Lucifer. That, that was a joke. Oh, <laughs> all right. I didn't know the actor's name off the top of my head. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's Tom Ellis. Yeah, that was a great show. I'm 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 looking forward to forward to it when it comes back out on Netflix. There. Yeah. One of the things is that really bothers me mostly about these gospel preachers is the fact is that their books are not open to review. If you have a 801c3, which is a tax exempt status, which the churches enjoy, because if you're a church, you automatically get this by default. I think you apply for it. You say, "I'm the church of you know." bullshit incorporated and it is and it is bullshit these exactly people, and these people they get this tax exempt status but they don't have to open their books and nobody knows right. where this money is going to it's dark money at this point so that they means that they can use it to and I'm, I, I'm not I have no evidence of this but I'm willing to bet that some of this is being funneled into some people out there who are, who are running for office, like mostly Republicans. I, 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 like I said, I have no evidence of that, but I would think that that's probably what they're doing with that dark money. And I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. And there are places like, now this is not a church. It's, you've heard of Chick-fil-A, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of their, the, yeah, well, I wouldn't eat there because the fact is that the money that they that they get is going to places overseas to kill gay people, for example. And they had no qualms about it. And a lot of these dark money churches out there that have this kind of extra cash are doing similar things. Now, religion here in the United States is dying very slowly, but it's going away. And because it's going away, they have to find new fertile ground and they go over to africa and wherever and those people out there are i'm not saying they're uneducated but they're more superstitious than the people are here i mean we we are still superstitious here no doubt about that but that's going down that's definitely going down but we get to these places that have been isolated and they don't have access to uh, some, some some technology so they can learn about this stuff. I mean, look how long it's taken us just to get the superstition to go down, you know? Do you really like the Packard Pokes at Podcast and want to help keep the show running? Then please donate to the show over at paypal.me slash Packard Pokes at or over at patreon.com slash Packard Pokes at. Thank you very much for your donation. Right. Yeah, and uh, on that note, yeah, on that note, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, the reason I don't uh, donate to the Salvation Army 
or I don't think anyone should really, but uh, the reason no one should or I don't is because uh, I recently found out, I think last year, that the Salvation Army uses some of its, uh, donates some of its funds to politicians to fight uh, LGBT protections. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's not all. I found out about this several years ago with the Salvation Army is that the money that they get, sometimes they do good work. I mean, sort of. They will get people like into homeless shelters or whatnot. But if they find out that that person that's there, and if they're gay, they will kick them out. And there is evidence that they have done that in the past. And that's just wrong. You're going to deny somebody a roof over their head and you're going to make them, you know, freeze to death or, or starve them because... You don't agree with the fact is of their sexuality. That's bullshit. Apparently Inside Edition at some point a number of years ago had got in there and had asked Copeland and had asked him, why are you living such a lifestyle and luxury off the church donations? And basically he his response was, I don't have time for this. There's an admission of guilt, I think. And that's, yeah. that's my opinion anyway, that he's like, oh, well, that's none of your business because, hey, um, I think I deserve it. You know, that's all he had to say. Could have said, hey, well, God gave me this blessing. No, he's like, oh, I don't have time for this. Oh, that's because you're a fucking scam artist. That would be something typical of a scam artist to say something like that. Oh, yeah. By the way, I just looked it up. I think uh, Joe Olstein is worth $40 billion. $40 billion. Could wow. you? Wow, that's a lot. That, that's his net worth. Can you imagine what, if he was actually a good person, and I don't think he's a good person. I think he's a scam artist. I think he's a snake. And people who prey on poor people like the way he does and the way those other preachers do. I think they're all snakes. They're all snakes. Yes, they are all snakes. Now, one of the things is, I'm going to go back to this article for a moment. It said Copeland said that, uh, he says, I'm going to give you a, when he asked him why he wouldn't answer his questions, and he said, uh, I'm going to give you a simple answer. My life follows scripture, which isn't scriptural. We've never asked anyone for money. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> that guy is a fucking lying sack of shit. He is definitely asking them for money. He's saying, hey, we need a new jet. We need you to give us money for another jet. And then <laughs> what was funny was that when his jet was breaking down, because instead of, you know, using the money for maintenance, which is, you know, if you buy something like that, um, you should actually, you know, maintenance the thing that you're using. But he went out there, put his hand on it, and he prayed on it oh there that that fixes the jet that fixes mechanical problems that's just weird matt will be back hopefully um sorry about that everybody i don't know why where matt just went off to copeland was also asked why he had a fleet of private jets sounds to me like he's up to something shady you've got nothing to hide as they say why don't you answer the question come on copeland why don't you answer these questions why do you need so many jets why do you need a jet at all because you're doing god's work because you can't fly commercial you feel like you're so much better than everybody else one of the other things is that you know i what i really don't understand about these people is i know greed is a thing and some people say well greed is good for whatever reason welcome back mac welcome bat welcome back matt <laughs> <laughs> Try saying it three times. I, I I I couldn't say it right the first time. So anyway, one of the things is I think that the, the IRS should absolutely do is these ministries. I know that the because of the laws, and I think these laws need to be changed. Of course, we got Trump in office, and he tried to take the Johnson Amendment away, so preachers could still preach whatever they wanted to and push political stuff with that dark money I mentioned earlier, and then be able to do it more openly. I mean, well, there, a lot of them are doing it openly now, but the fact is that they're just, they will be able to do it more blatantly. Now, he tried to do it through an executive order. Can't do that. Basically signed, uh, a, like, oh, hey, it's a fancy note. 
you know, but it wasn't that didn't have anything to do with it. But uh, these prosperity gospel preachers don't uh, stick your nose into politics as far as that goes. Right. I agree. This is the same reason why we don't allow religion to be taught in schools, because these people are charismatic and they have a lot of power and sway over the people who follow them. And since they are basically, you know, say, hey, do this thing, then they try to get their parishioners to do the same thing. That's not a good thing. I mean, if they if they did that thing to get out, get people out there to, I don't know, build wheelchair ramps for people who need it or actually feed the hungry instead of sticking in the money in their own pockets, that would be a great thing. But they don't. Uh, as I remember, it happened at Olsteins Church a number of years ago. Someone, apparently, they got so lazy with the way that they were doing their donation basket or whatever. People were, sometimes would write a check, put it in the basket, and then a lot of it, you know, just was just basic cash. It's generally not reported on how much they bring in each night. But in this one instance, what I was just mentioning, is that somebody got a hold of that basket. They basically robbed Olstein's church. When they reported it, they made off with over, I don't know, I think it was between, between 15 and 30 thousand dollars now that was just cash that's not to mention how much the checks how much the checks would have been and this is and this is like i don't know if they do it nightly or weekly between 15 and 30 uh, thirty thousand dollars every service that is a lot of fucking cash just to do uh comment on what you were saying earlier um uh, we we should not be mixing religion and politics and i think these preachers should look at uh saudi arabia and all these middle eastern countries because that, that's what you get when you mis, mix religion and politics. You eventually get a theocracy. And I'm sorry, I'm not living in any theocracy, whether it's Christian, Muslim, or even fucking Hindu. Exactly. That ain't happening. Because uh, taxing, uh, you know, looking at the books of these churches, again, these people are lucky that I'm, I'm not president because I would definitely enforce the rule of if any church, any mosque, any place of worship com- uh, comments on politics, you lose your taxes and status. I agree. I agree. There was actually a number of years ago, there was down, and was, this happened down in Louisiana. They had tried to push this thing into government where religious schools could get extra tax money or whatever. And people were balking at that and rightfully so saying, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. And they didn't realize that when they did that, they opened the door for Muslim schools or any other religion. And as soon as they realized what they did, they go, oh, shit. Oh, this is actually a bad idea. We shouldn't be doing this. Uh, you think? Duh. Duh. They went and it's like, okay, well, this is a bad law. We'll just, you know, I think that the the reason was they thought it would only go to Christian schools and not any other religious schools. And that was their mistake. Well, let me give you an example. Now, this isn't religious related, but here in Illinois, you know, the, the proceeds from the lottery were supposed to go towards education. You said they were supposed to go to education, and then what happened? It never did. Of course. Did it go in the pockets? You know, so it, it's like, well, it went to other th- things instead. Ah. You know, it's probably, it probably went to line their pockets, and, yeah. uh, you know, nothing went to the schools. Yeah, and then we've got a church that was in Missouri. They wanted new equipment for their, their playground. This was a church playground, and somehow they actually mm-hmm. they gave the church money for a new playground or or not the playground, maybe it was just the, the little rubbery, tiring shit that they put on the bottom. I mean, I'm all for, you know, making playgrounds safer for the kids so when they fall, they're not hitting that hard dirt. But 
the fact is this was a church that was doing this, and they should have just paid for it themselves. I'm sure that they had the money. They just didn't want to pry it from their own coffers. They didn't want to pry it out of their own goddamn pockets. And I, again, or they I, could have raised it themselves. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. If they can raise the money, if these churches out there can raise money for a fucking private jet, hey, I'm sure they can raise for some tight, uh, tore up tires for a goddamn fucking school playground. But, you know, every church is in competition with every other church. It's a business. Every one of them is a business with dark money. Because, again, I'm, I, I keep hitting back at that because the dark money is what's important here. Because that dark money is keeping these churches in business. It's ridiculous. It is. It really is ridiculous. Um, that's why I keep saying on uh, my channel all the time, we need to overturn Citizens United. Yes, absolutely. Now, I do want to mention that we do have a Discord. If you would like to join the Discord chat, there is a link below here. And you can just go over to the PPA podcast discussions chat room. And if you have something to say there, we got a couple of people in the chat room there now. Uh, they're not saying too much, but they're there. So they can uh, join the, uh, the Discord and you can throw questions at us or comments about the show so far. And you can join in the discussion, as it were. During this time, I mean, today the government got, quote unquote, reopened, sort of, for at least a couple of weeks. So people could get paid. I mean, we had a, a shutdown for lasted over a month. And I'm sitting here wondering, where are these preachers that are saying, hey, you know, if you're a government employee and you're affected by the shutdown, you know, we're going to open up our church to you or we're going to bring you food so you can survive. But none of that shit happened as far as I know. And if it did happen, I'm unaware of it. So uh, there might there might uh, be there, yeah. there might be. It could have happened on the down low for all we know. Yeah, that could be. But these kind of churches don't operate on the down low. They, when they do something like that, they go, hey, look at us. Look how, how wonderful we are by giving out these, by giving money to, or not giving money, but giving food to these places, or to these people to help them get by until the government reopens. Because this way, they get noticed more and they get people to say, hey, you know, well, this church must be pretty nice because they were helping these government employees. No, that didn't happen. Unlike the... Well, here's what I think they should do. You know, since the, the churches aren't uh, paying taxes, then they should take their money and start, like, feeding the homeless and, and doing things of that nature and, you know, help to help people out. And they're not doing that. Yeah. For the most part, for the most part, you are correct. For the most part, you are correct. There are, there are some churches out there that they actually will do that. I'm not going to dissuade those people from doing that. And there are some good people out there that actually, that use their church to do that kind of stuff. They actually go out and help people and they don't, they don't go out and they don't say, like I was saying, they don't get, they don't make a big deal of it. But there are a lot of uh, churches out there that if they do that kind of stuff, they want you to know about it. They're, they're basically the Trumps out there. It's like, hey, look at what I did, you know? I mean, right. I can understand wanting to be recognized for when you're doing uh, a thing for somebody. But, I mean, that was supposed to be the church's job was to be able to feed the homeless or whatever and help the downtrodden. That's the way the churches were originally supposed to be set up as. I mean, that's what they were. That's what I've been told anyway. They they need to uh, step up. Why and why aren't they stepping up? Do you need another jet? Come on. Or do you need a helicopter? I think it was Creflo Dollar is the one that wanted a helicopter. I mean, I want a helicopter too, <laughs> but I'm I'm not going to scam people for money out of it. I put on a podcast settle for a new for a newer car. I would settle. I would settle for a newer computer. 
so I could do this properly yeah, because exactly. the I actually need a different is on its last legs as it is. I, I deal with using technology that is literally almost a hundred years old in technology wise. I mean, technology like say you buy. Uh, I'm 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 going to go off on a, uh, a small rabbit hole here for a moment, but. You buy a piece of technology, it's out of date before you get it home, you know? So, and I've been exactly. dealing with So, and technology, you know, like dogs age seven years for every human years. Computers age like 15 to 20 years for every year. So here that is probably 80, 90 years old in computer age. <laughs> That's old. Yeah, it is. So, but I mean. Um, What's that, Tony? My Chrome, uh, my Chrome, both for five years. Yep. So you got yours is at least uh, fifty to uh, eighty years old already. So yeah, I mean in computer I've had, age, this computer for about two years. See, your and yours is at least forty years old already. So uh, as I say, technology has come a long way since this morning. Yeah. Now I I do want to get back to this uh, pastor who bought. He, who bought was bought by the church the one point eight million dollar house because this just really irritates me. Because John Gray, he's, uh, again, he's like I said, he's living in the $1.8 million home paid for by the church. And the Greenville Times reported in the Reformation Charlotte, uh, which is another a website here, independently verified that the purchase price of the home was back in 2018. They also reported that the relentless church's leaders said the relentless owned home was needed to attract the leaders of Gray's caliber. Oh, my God. You are a rock star. So we need a house that befits your, your type of uh, personality says who? I mean, he should be living. If he's a preacher, he should be living. You know, like a preacher, I would imagine should be living. You know, living simply, right? Because reasons. I mean, that at least to me, anyway. But these people, they they live these such extravagant lifestyles. I can't imagine. I just cannot imagine the the way these people live. If they were they were like baseball stars, basketball stars, any sports star, those people live. Those people don't even live in homes quite that large or expensive but they do live in you know in a house that would be considered uh way more expensive than what i live in obviously but they actually go out and they earn that paycheck what the preachers do they just get up there and they talk and they they promise that well if you give me money that god is going to reward you for giving me money and you know they think what we're saying about you know the camel going through the eye of the needle they think that applies to everybody else but themselves. I agree. What they should do uh, actually take the word of their Messiah or do what their, their Messiah probably would do and uh, go preach on the, literally preach on a soapbox. That's what they should be doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They preach on a soapbox. I don't know if I want to. They can do that. You know, I th- this way that opens them up, you know, uh, to more public exposure. I mean, this way they'd be able to, uh, you know, be have their voices more open area when they get in their little houses, you know, well, little houses, but the, the big ass buildings, you can't challenge them there. They, they just, they're, they're, there's no dissent allowed. And I think that's that, I think that's wrong. I agree. Any last thoughts on this? I mean, we're coming down to our last uh, 10 minutes here. So uh, anyone, any last thoughts on these, uh, uh, these religious churches and these uh, prosperity preachers? They're all a joke. Well, there's not much left to say. Again, they, this is another example that uh, Christians in general cherry pick from their Bible. Uh, the the Bible, uh, Jesus was very clearly 
anti-rich. He made it very clear that rich people don't get into heaven because, according to him, you spent your heaven here on earth. So, again, this is another example that no one, no Christian anywhere following the Bible 100%. Well, I'm I'm glad they're not following it 100 percent because otherwise we people be people out there killing people because the fact is that they uh, they don't believe the same thing or you know, or they're uh, they're gay or you know or they believe in a different god and their Bible says to kill those people. So I'm glad that they're not 100 percent following their church or they're following their Bible rather. Well, they, they probably would have killed me for eating shrimp. Oh yeah, or they're eating shrimp exactly. <laughs> Why are they? Why aren't they protesting? Driving around their two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghinis. Right. Why aren't they all protesting at the Red Lobster? Oh, because we don't care about that, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Matt, you, what was your last thoughts on this? Oh, I think this is all all ridiculous. How how these people can live like that, and and you know their their churches don't have to pay any taxes, and their their their, their congregation is falling for a scam. You know, it's sickening. It is sickening. I mean. Some people say that, you know, they, these people that follow these preachers and they give them their money, they're getting what they deserve. And I, I don't agree with that, actually. I mean, people are... I don't agree with it. Yeah. And, I mean, people are people get hustled, and it's not like it's... It's, their, it's not always their fault. I mean, they just, they just fall for someone who's a, you know, live forever... And you just give me money. It's like, oh, well, hey, I'll, I'll talk to God on your behalf. Okay, well, that doesn't mean anything. You know, I mean, why? But anyway, my, my last thoughts on this. And it's all a scam. It is a scam. I mean, exactly. And my last thoughts on this is I, I think this these people are grifters, and they should be dealt with properly. I mean, go in there and just clean house. The it, I think that if we were to take this money, that the religious people are pocketing away and put it back into the economy, this place this place would be a hell of a lot better. We would we'd be able to you know build the proper infrastructure and get people out of, off the off the streets. But if instead of doing that, they're using this money to again buy themselves jets so they can go and preach the word of God, as it were. But they're actually just preaching, hey, give me money. Then if they were a little bit more, if they were more honest about it like that, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But I do have a problem with it because they're offering them something that they cannot prove and they have no evidence for. And they say, well, the Bible's evidence. No, it's a claim. It's always been a claim and it won't still continue to be a claim until they fucking prove it. Period. All right. All right. I'm starting to go a little hoarse because I had uh, car trouble today and I sat in the freaking freezing cold while I was trying to get my car started. So my throat has kind of had it right now. So this, uh, I was kind of hoping to put us oh, at least for out for an hour, but I don't think that's going to be possible tonight because I, my voice is just starting to give out. So, uh, we're going to stop it here. Uh, but we will be back next Friday with our regular show. Actually, not so much regular. We've, we're making some change. We've made some changes to the show. And they're coming to the show anyway. And uh, we'll be uh, back next week. So with uh, the, I hope everybody likes the new look for the show. Everybody's on air anyway uh, at the same time. And no one's generally talking over top of each other anymore. Like we were had the problem before. Um, hopefully everybody's able to hear me properly. And, and uh, my co-host and, uh, one last thing before we go, I want to thank my two co-hosts, uh, Atheist Ranger 
and not a believer 71 for joining me here tonight and uh helping me you know get this all set up and and uh making being the, being the uh people that they are and joining us joining me here uh giving up their friday nights at least a couple of hours anyway so they can be here and listen to me ramble on <laughs> That's all right. It's cold here anyway, so I don't feel like going out. So I had I had nothing. You had what? Nothing to do anyway. No, I said it's cold outside, and I don't feel like going out. So I, I have nothing else planned. Oh, nothing else planned. Okay, well that's fine. Um, yeah, it's it is cold outside, and of course it's January, so it's going to be cold. So yes, it is. Yeah. All righty. We'll be we'll see you in, uh, on uh, next week and. Have a good night, everybody. Did you like this discussion? Let us know your thoughts by email at ppapodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, please leave your thoughts in the comments below. And don't forget to subscribe and click the bell to be notified for our show. Thank you.